Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. He's still here. I'm back. And for good. Mm-hmm. For goodly. Okay. Uh, we're comedians who work in Hollywood. Some live here, some don't. That's we're... called the cold open. Yeah, that's... that. No, it's not. It's called the warm open. It's called the intro. That's the intro. There are a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. You have your choice of many. We are one of them. That's true. You know what? There's so much content out there, you've got to really navigate it. Yeah, we bring you the funny. We bring you all kinds of fun stuff uh, each and every week, even when we can't technically figure out what we're doing with the audio setup. You know what? The audio today is so crystal clear. I'm wearing headphones, and I wish I wasn't. Uh, I am wearing headphones, and I, I don't like to wear them, but I do. I feel like you're supposed to. It's part of the gig. Yeah, it's part of the uh, it's part of the rules. You got to wear the headphones. But I told Steve I, I might bitch about this before on the show. I think I'm gonna. There's a lot of podcasts. There's so many wrestling podcasts. That's why I said there's a glut of content out there. Oh, so many gluts. So many gluts. You got Stone Cold's podcast. Mm-hmm. You got Jr.'s podcast. You got Jericho's podcast. Mm-hmm. You got Cole Cabana's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, countless other podcasts. Uh, Goldberg now has a podcast. Now, I I have to figure this out. Why are you so irritated that Goldberg has a podcast? Don't you think if anybody should have a podcast, maybe it is Goldberg? No. If anybody should have a podcast, Goldberg is on the bottom of that list. Why? Why should he be at the bottom? What is it that Goldberg has to say more than one in more than one hour has to be listened to? Uh, You're next. Okay. I'm going to just carry that on week by week, assuming that's the case. Uh, who but Canyon? Should Canyon have his own podcast? He should if he were alive. <laughs> oh, man. I knew there was something wrong about that as soon as I started talking. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Morbius? Should Morbius have his own? Uh, what was his WCW character? Morbius? Uh, it's not Mordecai. Morbius? Yeah. You mean the living vampire? It's something like that. He looked almost like La Parca. He was uh, dressed all in a costume. Vampiro? No, not Vampiro. The God, Vampir- if that guy has a fucking podcast, I'm going to be really bummed the out. The Vampiro cast? <laughs> I don't want Vampiro. What about a Hack? The Hack podcast, the Sandman. <laughs> the, for some reason, he can't be Sandman. Yeah, so he, he has to be Hack. He has to be Hack. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm looking up uh, Canyon... WCW characters. You know what, listeners? If you get a chance to tweet us, tweet other wrestlers you think who should have uh, an hour and change podcast. Mortis. Mortis? Yeah. He looked kind of like Skeletor oh. and La Parca. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of podcasts. Like the Juventud Guerrero Spanish cast. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm Jesus. You're rolling on ecstasy. You need to get off the air. <laughs> So I'm always very appreciative of those who listen to our podcast. So I, yeah, sp- spread ours around. We're not on the the big radar because we're not. We haven't been in the business that long. You know, we're still paying. And we're not dues. a we're not a peanut butter. We're more of a marmite. The, the, it doesn't matter marmite. how no. It doesn't matter how how far you spread us. How thin we we're are. We taste terrible all all over the place. We're a marmite. Marmite. Oh, okay. Mar- Isn't it like Vegemite? Oh, I don't know. Or I thought you were saying marmalade, but then it got uh, crossed with marmot oh. because I saw Big Lebowski recently. So I thought you were thinking, nice marmot. No, no, no. I was thinking marmite, which is like a Vegemite, which is just literally it's like a, a some sort of bouillon breakfast spread, I think. Oh, my God. You know. Marmite? You you probably bought no, it. Maybe, you buy weird shit. I don't No, I stay away from that stuff. But you know what? I think it's Vegemite. I, I stay away from marmite. Yeah, marmite. God, marmite might be some sort of like. 
paneling stucco or something, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's for toast. Mm. But as far as podcasts go, you spread us, doesn't matter how far you spread us, you're still going to get that sweet curtain jerks taste in your mouth. I'd say, I'd say we're, a, we're a good flavor. Yeah, I'd say we're above average when it comes to listening to. Yeah, I think, I think we, we, uh, we bring funny. We're enjoyable. I, I think, think it's we, fair. Yeah, I we cultivate we, it. There was at one point um, when I looked on iTunes and I, I, I searched to see how we were, like where we were, and not in the rankings, but where we showed up in search, we popped up before Impact Wrestling's podcast. Impact Wrestling has a podcast? Oh, I, you didn't know that? Well, what's irritating about that to you? No, that's great. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I was very pleased. Good. I I appreciate the positivity. I like that. I like that. I, was, I don't think anyone should listen to Goldberg's podcast. Really? Yes. Well, I think we're going to have to listen to Goldberg's podcast and uh, have to give it a rating. Yes, you are. Or Iron Sheik should, or Iron Sheik should re- listen to it. He has uh, enough trouble watching movies. This is true. Big <sighs> question on the table. If you were a podcast, what wrestler would you want to host you? <laughs> no. Okay, Daniel Bryan, fresh back from neck surgery, two weeks out, at Payback, the special event this Sunday. That's a pay-per-view. No, Steve. They're special events now. They're no longer called pay-per-views? No, they, they're scrapping that term. Man, you say special event, it sounds like there's going to be a giant like six-hour talk about rape awareness. I mean, you say special event, and I immediately think, like, oh, God, which, which one of my favorite characters is going to die on this episode? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, who wants to watch a whole seminar about rape awareness that's uh, conducted by CM Punk? I'm, I, don't, well, I would. It's fucking CM Punk. That guy can talk. <laughs> yeah, because that's what he'll teach you is, hey, man, you just talk a chick in the bed and that ain't rape. You just got to talk to him, man. Just got to talk to him. Yeah. Don't drink like a fucking loser. You know what? I was thinking about the about the straight edge stuff. If he wins that title, what is he going to have on the side panels? Like, the side panels are always personalized. Uh, no smoking and no drinking. The so, sort of iconic So there's going to be the icon, no smoking, like the line through the cigarette. And then mm-hmm. what's the no drinking sign? Is that like a little, a, drunk, bottle? a little drunk guy with, like, an upturned bottle? Yeah, it's wimpy, but without a burger, it's a bottle. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wimpy from Popeye. Gotcha. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Daniel Bryan, at Payback, must... He has a big decision he has to make. He has he has one of two options. Stephanie McMahon said, either you have to surrender your title or your wife, Brie Bella, is fired from the WWE. Well, that seems really unfair to put it all on him like that. Is it unfair? Yeah, I think or so. Or is that a pretty easy decision? Well, if anything, I think Brie Bella should be responsible for her actions. Two, Daniel Bryan should be responsible for his actions and three, I think he should be stripped of the title because that way he can go and win it all back again. Okay. I don't want to see it. Like, there's something. It's better to have a heel champion with a broken neck or whatever not defending his title because it'll, it'll just piss people off. It'll just piss people it'll off. It'll just piss people off. Okay. So that's what you're putting on Daniel Bryan. I'm going to say you're Daniel Bryan. Okay. You are. You've lived up to that point. Like, you got to live that year. You got to do all that. Brie Bella is replaced with your lady, so you have some emotional connection. So it's not just like, eh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure, there's a little bit of no, like. No, there's an emotional connection to Brie Bella. I love women named after Jesus. <laughs> and I think I, I can honestly and, say. And she has bruises. So honestly, my God, some I can, bruised cheese. Every Brie I've encountered has always been a winner. 
So, or heard about for that matter. All right, fine. We're switching this up. So then it's it's Brie Bella. You're well. I'll say this: if your lady, your your if fiance, it's, if it's either my lady or it's Brie, I'll say this right here. I would be able to have a conversation with her and be, and I would say to her, "So these, this is the situation. Uh, this is what I've accomplished with my life, and this is what you've done." And sort of, and like this is the, these are the things we've worked on together. I need to know what you think, so I would have a conversation with her. Little do you know, Steve. Right after this podcast, uh, your your fiance gets sucked into the phantom zone, and you get Men in Black uh, flashy thinged right in your face, so you don't remember her at all. <laughs> so I end up oh, so I I don't have an adult uh, relationship with the person I'm with. I can't talk to them. That's right. Okay, <laughs> you're so, now a professional wrestler. Okay, as all professional wrestlers know that when they go into that role. All their loved ones go into the Phantom Zone, and they get Men in Black flashy thing. Okay, so we have a conversation. We don't even have a conversation. I just – literally, I don't even get to talk to Bree until Sunday when I see her in the ring. <laughs> she, I've been calling you all week. <laughs> just like how wrestlers' uh, lives work, that when something happens, they somehow don't see each other until the show. Mm-hmm. They don't have text messages. They don't have Twitter. They don't that. run into each other and craft services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. That's so, different. okay, do you keep – your title and then you just heal up and whenever you have it you have it and then the lady gets fired but you're like i'm main event i'm gonna be a breadwinner so it'll be fine i'll make more money by being in the main event and as champion and doing autograph signings at jiffy lubes in the meantime than she will overall and hey she can take care of the pets in the real world i would talk to her about it and i would say hey what do we what's the right thing to do when i would have a discussion in wrestling world mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think i'd probably hold on to my title you think I'd, so? Uh, yeah, I'd hold on to my title. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's time for a Daniel Bryan heel turn. <laughs> See, I think realistically, it's it's like, hey, you, Bree, you were champion once before with your sister sharing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to hurt that bad. You were gone from the company a little while before, you know? So it's another vacation. And remember when all the Rhodeses got fired? That worked out all right. Yeah, because all they then, had to do was beat the Shield and come back. Yeah, it, it, it was no big deal. Also because, you know, they, uh, Big Show punched out Dusty Rhodes in the ring, their dad, and then there became a whole lawsuit thing. I don't know. This discussion that you're having with her sounds a little bit mo- a little too real world than just saying, like, yeah, I got to hold on to the championship. Okay. I, uh, hey, I tapped out Batista, so... Guess you got to tap out from WWE. Okay. Boom. Boom. Through sickness and in hell. <laughs> and an awkward patch starting on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> or you just go, hey, you know, my dad died and he really wanted to, me to be champion. So this is what my dad wants. I didn't know my dad was in the picture. So, yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, Dana Bryan's dad died. Oh, he mentioned – didn't he mention his dad a couple weeks ago? Yeah, his dad had died like the week after – the week or two after WrestleMania. Oh, and he, but he gave that speech about being like his dad was a logger and like well, – they were in Washington, right? Yeah, it's something like that where, yeah, he gave a nice speech about his dad and how it all sort of came to fruition. So, yeah. Did we ever find outs. out who that blonde lady was who came out on into the ring on WrestleMania 30? That's Everyone says it was his sister, right? Summer Rae. There wasn't oh, 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 who he went and hugged? Yeah. I believe it was his sister. Really? Or, oh, you think it's another Bella? It's, yeah, it's a plant. <laughs> plant Bella. It's a plant. It's Plant Bella. It's Brie, Nikki, and Plant. I think I would hold on to the title. I think so. Greed is good. Yeah. 
I'm I have to see what happens at the special event on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that happened. Another strange. Ha- uh, just Scott and I both chose uh, selfish greed. Mm-hmm. It's it, that'd be tough to go. Yeah, let her keep her job so people can still oogle at her and not be interested in her matches. You know what? I mean, they honestly, they could do a lot of interesting stuff. If he does pick Brie Bella and then she has a heel turn or, like, whatever. I mean, how long – I'm. you would mention this while we were watching Raw. I think it's always funny when you see somebody in a neck brace after surgery when in the real world, yeah, anything surgery-related is typically about six weeks of not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So it's always funny, like – Anytime somebody opens you up and gets in there with tools, just re- just keep in mind, it's like six weeks of rehab. Yeah, normal people have to recuperate. Mm-hmm. Do you think they chopped off some of the beard in order to get to him? Maybe they were go- – <laughs> I think they were going to the neck from the other side, right? Well, sometimes they do it uh, through the front. Ah, that's too scary to me. Like you, you've got a throat there. You've got like a, you've got <laughs> arteries. You've got veins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that you got to go through to get to the <laughs> to get to the other side. Speaking of neck and throat. Apparently, and I only think your neck is in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, okay. You pointed this out to me on Raw. You saw this. It was Bo Dallas versus Sin Cara. And in a very odd moment where Bo Dallas had uh, had attacked Sin Cara and then went to the outside and was cheering for himself, Sin Cara then did a, what was it, like a jump? He did a front kick? flip, right? A front flip. Like he jumped on him. Yeah. Outside of the in, outside of the ring to the uh, to the ring apron, and then he uh, he played to the crowd, and not only was gesturing, but spoke. They dropped the mics on those. They turned down the volume on the cameras. But yeah, because Bo Dallas, you could hear really loud. But Sin Cara was like, "Yeah, you like that? What do you think of that?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, very strange. This is breaking news. Sin Cara speaks. Sin Cara speaks on Raw. This is huge. I can't believe they didn't address this. They didn't even have a – he wasn't dressed down. They didn't talk to him at all. Yeah, and there's no backstage fallout. I mean, normally when he's on the show, you it's a very odd sort of Star Wars, Han Solo, Chewbacca relationship that you two have. That That's true. He speaks, and then you're able to interpret what he says, and I just kind of – I understand, but I couldn't relay it. I couldn't say it myself. I just – when he speaks, I understand it. And I don't know if the listeners do, so that's why you interpret. Well, I let's have him on. Let's have him on, and let's get some answers. Well, he's here. He's just been uh, stirring his coffee in the lobby. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem pleased with it. He just keeps stirring. adding creamer and, and sugar and half and half. And uh, let me go get him. Let okay. Me go get him. Just left him my stuff here. And we have an intercom system. I don't know why Steve went and got him. Really, this is all strange. Scott, the intercom system. Yeah. I just remembered we had one. Yeah, we, we have an intercom system. I'm going to buzz him in. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't even get him? You just walked out all the way over there and then... Yeah, he's really not enjoying that cup of coffee. Oh, he's not? No. Mm-hmm. Well... Oh, that's weird. Intercom seems to be broken. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, God. No, we should really cut all this. This seems like dead air. I don't yeah, know it's... if anybody's going to enjoy this. Did you oh, come did back I, and chime yeah, in? I, well, you said dead air, so I was like, do you think I should cut it? No, I was just talking. Like, uh, Oh, Sin Cara, you're here. Thank you. Come in, come in, come in. Uh, Sin Cara, thank you for having us. Uh, I thought you were just going to say hello for a second, but uh, hey, breaking news. You spoke on Raw. Uh, Scott, this is very strange. I can't seem to understand him at all. He just seems to be breathing heavily. Uh, Sin Cara, you spoke on Raw during your Bo Dallas match. 
Yeah, it's about time. Oh wow, jeez, uh, God, uh, <laughs> this is so incredible. Uh, uh, well, I'm so glad that this can be your official platform to speak for the first time, Zinkara. Do you, do you have anything else to say? Bodalis, I mean, what's that guy do? Is this real dick, huh? Yeah, I'm not. I, I guess I, I'm not sure. I, I, he seems like he's gonna be a good guy. Is he a heel? I'm sorry. You're just really staring at me in between when you speak. Uh, it's just very intense. Sometimes it's mask, you know. Just you read your own emotions into it, you know. Yeah, I guess because I can't see your facial expressions, I guess I'm just always interpreting that you're being really intense. Here, here, check this out. <laughs> oh, you wear glasses underneath your mask? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Look at those glasses. I have terrible vision. <laughs> oh, is that what you is that why you get injured so much on the That's show? That's why I get injured a lot and tend to miss spots because I, I have I sometimes uh, my glasses fall off inside. You know what? I I wanted to mention that to you. Uh, whenever, <laughs> God, that is so intense with you just breathing and staring at me. Um, so I always think like there is always a weird feeling when you come on the show and you do raw or anything like that because I always assume someone's gonna get hurt. Uh, do you, how do you feel that reputation sort of? How does that affect you in ring? Do you feel like you're prone to accidents, or does that affect your performance in any way? I'm sorry, did you say something? <laughs> the only part about this mask is it muffles the ears quite a bit, more so than you'd expect. So sometimes I don't know if you're directly talking to me. It's good if you just touch me on the shoulder, let me know that you're talking directly at me. Okay. I'm pretty good at reading lips if my glasses don't slip down in my mask. Okay, okay, that's very good. That's very good. Let me try that again. Um, Sin Cara, it's Steve talking across from you. Uh, do you ever feel that your injury-prone uh, uh, matches affect your in-ring performance, or do they ever feel like they eat away at your confidence? Okay, not to correct you or make you feel like an asshole or anything, but in wrestling, we work the left side. So we work the left arm, the left foot, the left ankle, left shoulder. We always work the left. You were touching my right shoulder. I wasn't sure if we were working. Uh, I was, in fact, talking. Can you remember anything that I said to you? Oh, God. Sinkara, can you... Whoa, whoa, Is that to me? You should have touched the shoulder on that one. Not really clear what's going on here. <laughs> By the way, you serve terrible coffee. Uh, well, I, to be honest, uh, we don't have a coffee pot out there, so I'm not sure what you were drinking. I'm drinking coffee, but the thing is, I don't clean my mask, so I have a really terrible filter, so to speak, through the mask because I don't lift it up to drink to hide my, to hide my identity. So the t coffee might be fine. It could be the mask, honestly. <laughs> God. All right. Uh, well, let me try this one more time. Sin Cara. Do you ever feel There we go. Do you ever feel that your accidents or your reputation for being injury prone in matches affects your future in-ring performance? Does it ever affect your confidence? Oh yeah, that's why I'm working the mic right now. That's why I'm really trying to work the crowd. That's why I'm really trying to connect, you know, and speak to them. And sometimes uh, when I look back, I don't hear any noise whatsoever. Again, it's uh, it's the uh, ears being muffled, poor vision, not knowing what's going on. Honestly, there's a weird funky smell in this mask, too. Just really stinks in here. It's as though all of my senses are being uh, in a state of shock. Uh, do you think that maybe that's because so many people have worn the Sin Cara? I'm sorry. 
Sinkara, do you feel like maybe that's because so many people have worn the Sinkara mask? Thanks for touching the shoulder. That really clears things up, and I was able to read your lips. Yeah, I feel a lot of people are doing that. I think a lot of people still really want Rey Mysterio, and they're not ready for that transition yet. I mean, you saw the end of the Royal Rumble. They booed him. They wanted Daniel Bryan, so, you know, they've been talking about putting Daniel Bryan under this mask. Isn't he considerably shorter than you? Yes. What happened to the... Ah, oh, Jesus. What happened to the grayscale... Sunset poncho! What? <laughs> what? What's a sunset poncho? What's a sunset poncho? <laughs> uh, Sid Carr apparently snapped on a wrist when he landed. Uh, he started doing something... Steve, you landed on me! Oh, Scott, are you okay? Did he call a spot? He said Sunset Poncho. I don't know. God, you got to call that shit out, man. He did, apparently. No, to me, too. I'm I'm working this match, too. It's not a match. It's an interview. Oh, that's right. Uh, Oh, Sin Cara, this isn't a match. This is an interview. Uh, Sin Cara, are you okay? I'm fine. I think I broke Scott's wrist. I think you broke Scott's wrist, too. Uh, Why don't you, if you could go outside and I'll have uh, Jack Swagger bring you a coffee or something. Maybe, uh... We'll get you a straw so it won't go through that mask. This is going to raise my stroke with the fans, right? Uh, yeah, being on this show? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a thousandfold. Awesome. Okay. Scott, uh, yeah. should we get a little splint for that? Uh, yeah, a little spoon. You Just a give little? me a little spoon. I could get two popsicle sticks and we could tape them together. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can you have the popsicles still on the popsicle sticks? No, I've been pre-melting these all day in case of emergencies. <laughs> Oh, that's the most painful part of getting a splint is not enjoying the popsicles. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, man. Do you think Sin Cara has any, like, rabid fans? Does he have any, like, really diehard fans that are crazy about him? Boy, I've, I've never come. Yeah, maybe some kids that just think he's really cool? I mean, he looks like Stinger from Saturday Night Slam Masters. Mm-hmm. Or Scorpion, like the two luchador guys. But there's just something very... Uh, there's too, I think there's too much spectacle for him to be really, really cool. Yeah. Like, the shield is really, really cool now that they have the alien masks, you know, all the tactical vests, and they work together, and they're shown so much on TV. And they talk. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. Like, there's so many things to compete against that, like, Rey Mysterio could still be cool, but Sin Cara is not on TV enough to be cool. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And the amber lights, I always feel like if you're in the way back of an arena and you're seeing it live, like having it not be well lit feel must be like such a cop-out. That would be weird. I mean, again, if you're a kid, it's probably kind of neat, but everybody yeah. else, I don't see the appeal where they go like, oh, this is his lighting. Ah, Sin Cara is here. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Without face. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. Yeah, it's it's abundantly clear. Yeah, it's very clear. I mean, I want to hear more. Like, I want more of this, like, weird uh, Sin Cara Mexican mafia, like, the stuff that Alberto Del Rio and him were feuding, like, back in Mexico. That stuff sounds interesting. But that was the other Sin Cara. Oh, the real Sin Cara? Mystico. Mystico. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and you know what they should do? I think with Sin Cara, they should make him the silent billionaire. Like, he should take Del Rio's job. <laughs> or he should be his Virgil. Uh, no, I like uh, think about it this way. Virgil was always silent, counting the money. You know, Sin Cara becomes the rich guy, and Del Rio loses all his money, and he becomes a popper. Oh, in a mask versus millions uh, match. Yes, yes, I would watch that. 
That'd be an amazing match. Like, what? <laughs> so much at stake and so little at stake. <laughs> De- determined at a pay-per-view, hopefully. <laughs> at a special event. Yeah. Mask, not- mask versus millions. That's a really cool idea. Your bank account versus my mask. Whoa, who said that? Hmm? <laughs> ah, I got you. Just... I just wanted to put that out there. I thought it was a really good idea, you guys. Oh, do you like that, Sinkara? I think it's a great idea. Uh, I'd be rich. Oh, wait, that's right. Do You you have a Twitter, right? That's right. And just search for Sinkara on Twitter. But it's I don't understand that. If you don't talk, why do you tweet? But you talk now. You know, I'm just working it just like Ashton Kutcher, you know? I guess so. Working the fans. I guess so. It's all the work. Well, you know what? Best of luck to you, Sinkara, and and enjoy the hustle. It seems like you're doing some good good stuff. I'm glad you're not hurting yourself anymore. What? Oh, God. Leave the room. Oh, good. Thanks for touching the shoulder. You got it. (laughs) Scott, how's the hand? Uh, you know what's fine. Oh, good. Okay. Then what a miraculous recovery. Oh no, it's I don't feel the pain. It's totally swollen and the bones. Oh god, it's like a balloon with a with a chopstick sticking out of it. Yeah, but the uh, adrenaline is a hell of a drug. You, you seem very calm. I feel I feel all right. I think this is what they refer to as shock. Uh, is it? <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I guess we should just move right along as if nothing happened. Move on right along. Hopefully, you won't have some sort of breakdown later in the show. I hope not. Um, all right. There's a lot of stuff going on. There is something else. Have you seen Cesaro's new shirt? King of Swing. Yeah. Very cool. It's a ringer. It's got the uh, the ring around the neck and around the sleeves. It's like an old softball shirt. And it's the old King of the Ring logo. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. You like that one? A I lot think of it's people pretty don't, cool. don't enjoy that shirt. It seems strangely goofy, but at the same time, it's very nostalgic, mm-hmm. I, which I sort of I dig. So... Okay, we were looking at that. We looked at the Evolution shirts. Oh, yeah. The, we were on WWE Shop. Mm-hmm. It's right on the app. Dot com. You can just – you don't have to go to the website. It's right on the app. That's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know what would be cool is if they did – it wouldn't be cool. It would be very stupid and irritating, but it would be very innovative <laughs> if someone came out wearing a T-shirt and then in the bottom right corner it's like, like that T-shirt? Why in the bottom right corner? Why not just click on their chest? Whatever well, they're would, wearing, you just click on that it. That would be way better, and it would be way less obtrusive. Someone's constantly mapping little uh, annotation links that you can click on mm-hmm. uh, gear all throughout the show. Guillermo, the intern at WWE <laughs> Network. <laughs> oh, so tiresome. I'm so that's so tiresome. Okay. Oh, uh, well, no, I'll tell you later. Oh, all right. I beat on Tomb Raider on, th- uh, on Xbox. Hey, what? congratulations, buddy. It was really fun. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Big news. The big news. So you beat Tomb Raider, the definitive edition. Yeah. On Xbox One. I played it in the uh, uh, Hanzo Institute. Uh, um, Hanzo Institute. What is the the Dharma Initiative uh, work suit that uh, that you can play Laura as? What? Yeah, like, so the the Definitive Edition, they have all these costumes. One okay. of them is, like, covered in mud, like Predator. Yeah. The other one is wearing, like, a bomber jacket, like a 1930s lady. Another one is a, uh, like, professional uh, archery competition one. Mm-hmm. And then the other one's mountain gear. And then the best one is this workman's, like, uh, overalls. And she looks exactly like a member of the Dharma Initiative in the, um, the of the Others camp. Oh, weird. Yeah. All right good game yeah super fucking brutal it's great it was really good 
Okay. Yeah. It's worth playing. All right. Well, maybe I'll play your guys' system at some point. You got it. Um, That's how I derail the podcast. No, no, no. That's all right. I was trying to work it into wrestling somehow. Uh, is Do you know what the, – the 2K series is for WWE. Right? I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm going to tie it into I see, wrestling. I see, I see, I uh, see. Are they going to do any more releases for the PlayStation 3 or the Xbox 360, or is everything next-gen now? From what I read, everything – it will still be on all the systems as per usual, with the exception of Nintendo Wii U, as it was before, I should say, because no one – they're not allowed. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Warzeka. No. Um, for a PG product, they really don't want to press anything for kids. No, no. way. Mm-mm. So it's supposed to come out October 29th, I believe, for all the systems. Oh, wow. So October. What will probably happen, though, is there will be some next-gen exclusives, I would see. Oh, like uh, DLC and stuff? DLC, or it can it can hold more, so it's got more characters, so you got to get it on that. Or exclusively, they'll have... You know, uh, Zeb Coulter commentary on there or Ugh. something like that. Or, uh, Which reminds me, you beat the streak of The Undertaker, correct, on the last WWE 2K game? I sure did, Steve. Who'd you do it with? Hmm, who did I do it with? Uh, hold on, let me think here. It wasn't Lesnar. It was not Lesnar. I thought you, you would. remember? I remember, and I thought it was Lesnar because I thought that's the person who you were like, yeah, the only person who can do it would be Brock Lesnar. Boy, if I did that, I'm a fucking Nostradamus. Yeah, I that's why it was very interesting to me. I don't know. I can't remember. If you, the listeners, know, tweet us, at Curtain Jerks. Or tweet who you wish Scott beat the streak with. Yeah, and just let him know, man, Scott beat the streak with you. And then they'll go, block. <laughs> block. <laughs> um, uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about the WWE Network. We're talking about uh, t-shirts. Yeah, WWE shop. I was talking about uh, the, the King t-shirts. Of Swing. And we looked at some evolution shirts. Who of of who all exists? Who do you want a shirt of? Me? Yeah. I don't feel like I've ever seen a Ric Flair shirt that ever made any sense to me. That's a good point. Yeah, like he didn't. I mean, I wouldn't really want a T-shirt that says Space Mountain on it, or I rode Space Mountain. What about like my sister rode Space Mountain? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Question mark at the end. <laughs> Woo! Uh, questioning face. Um, that's uh, yeah. I think for some reason Ric Flair. Like uh, there, I can just imagine like a 1970s way too tight powder blue T-shirt with Ric Flair's face like as an iron-on decal on the front of it. <laughs> what? Yeah. How would you want it to look? Would you? Would you want it to be one of those uh, body bikini uh, shirts? But instead, it's the robe. Body. What do you mean? Oh, like it's like it's, it looks like it's a T-shirt, but it's of the robe. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I wouldn't mind a T-shirt with, like, the felt letters that are ironed on that just say Ric Flair. <laughs> on the front or the back? On the front. Okay. I don't I don't like this wrestling trend of having way, a ton of shit on the front and then a ton of shit on the back. So how do you like your shirt? I like just the decal on the front. I think that's pretty cool. Nothing on the back. I like the Stone Cold one where he's got the snakes for arms. That's pretty badass. Oh, yeah, okay. And mm-hmm. then I also had... The, like, weird, giant, <laughs> nylon, stone-cold jersey that was all weird hunter de- hunter camouflage. Yes, I remember used that to have as well. That. So you want a Ric Flair shirt. Okay. Interesting. All right, all right, all right. Well, oh, and, that, like, my favorite shirt that I've ever seen is the Cactus Jack one. The, oh, the wanted the, the wanted poster. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I got mine at WrestleMania 2000. I I want to buy one and to for the sole purpose of working out, so I can get the sleeves off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, okay, that's that's interesting. See, I, I bring this up because Cesaro's shirt, as I started with, like it's an interesting shirt. He's getting merch now. He's in that murky line, like how you asked about Bo Dallas. Is he face or is he heel? Uh, that's kind of where Cesaro is right now. And I wanted to get Paul Heyman on here to talk about it. Well, it's Paul interesting. Heyman, he, he's busy and he does what he wants to do. But instead, I found a family tie. Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Oh, let me check the manifest. I've got, it says Cesaro's uncle? Yeah. Yeah. H.R. Uh, Cesaro. Well, let's give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. It's long distance. It'll, it'll be quite costly don't worry the comedy podcast networks goes all the way oh all, all the, the way time. all right so we're gonna talk to cesaro's uncle hr cesaro oh it's ringing oh that's good that's a good sign hello <laughs> hello is this hr cesaro this is hr cesaro this is scott and steve of curtain jerks uh, comedy wrestling podcast hello scott and steve from the comedy <laughs> podcast curtain jerks uh, we didn't say comedy podcast. I could only assume I am a big fan of your show. Are you? You really know of the show? I have heard of it, and I have done several illustrations. What? Did we lose you? Did you? Did we lose no, you? No, I listened to the show, and I've done several illustrations. Oh, all right. So you're an artist. I am an artist. What kind of art do you do? Well, interestingly enough, I designed Cesaro's new T-shirt. Is that right? Well, okay, hold on. The new T-shirt that he has is just the old King of the Ring logo with uh, ring replaced with swing. Actually, the only thing that was replaced was the letter R with the letters S and W. <laughs> that You're right. You're correct. Um, that was my idea. <laughs> Well, uh, Steve Steve here really likes it. He thinks it's a good idea. He wants to get that shirt. I think it's very cool. And he's a big fan. He's he's nodding to me right now that he really wants to buy it. He thinks I'm actually on the phone right now with somebody that can buy the shirts for him. I can buy you any t-shirt you want. All you have to do is send me a self-addressed envelope inside of an envelope to me. Uh, Okay. And include a check that involves the shipping and handling of the price of the shirt that you want. And then you're going to ship the shirt in that other envelope? In the self-addressed envelope <laughs> that comes that with your address on it. Well, does that go for all the listeners, or is that just us? That's just you. Oh, okay. Or the rest of them. If they can find me. <laughs> are you being electrocuted, or are you laughing? I'm laughing. Oh, Okay. Uh, so you're an artist? I am an artist. What other art do you do other than your son's logo? I do a lot of crayon work. Crayon work? Crayon. Crayon. <laughs> crayon or crayon? Crayon. What is crayon? I mean, I, 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 what, what is it? It is a waxen uh, pastel used for children. That sounds like crayon. Crayon. <laughs> okay, so... You work with crayons. What kind of crayon art do you do? Mostly wrestling-related stuff. <laughs> Are you a fan of Rob Schamberger? Who? Uh, he's really famous on Twitter. Like he makes a lot of uh, artist drawings of of wrestlers, like portraits of them. 
Never heard of this guy, Rob Schamberger? I'm more interested in erotic art <laughs> with wrestlers having sex with famous celebrities. Is that Preferably right? Preferably women. Okay, so uh, what's one of the pieces uh, you're working on now? I'm currently working on a very erotic piece that has Paul Heyman making sweet love to Catherine Mannheim. <laughs> oh, wait, who's Catherine Mannheim again? I believe she was on Boston Public. Um, Your American TV show? Boston I, I'm, I'm familiar with Boston Legal. I don't... Uh, she might have been on Boston Legal, too. <laughs> really? I don't know. Okay, so Catherine Mannheim and Paul Heyman. Who else? Who, do you have one with Hulk Hogan? We, I do have a very erotic piece with Hulk Hogan making love to himself. <laughs> okay. Is this just him jerking off, or is he actually making love? No, he, love? Is, he is having intercourse with another Hulk Hogan. <laughs> is it... Uh, are these two different Hulk Hogan's from different eras and time? No, they're both real Americans. <laughs> okay. Into real Americans. Well, this may seem like an odd question being Cesaro's uncle. I can explain. Hulk Hogan is sitting on top <laughs> of the other Hulk Hogan. They're both facing towards the viewer. Okay. And it's an AJ? Well, and that makes it sound like the person on top is doing all of the work. But the person on the the Hulk Hogan on the bottom is quite hulked up. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, being Cesaro's... Neither of them are wearing <laughs> pants, and both of them are wearing the tatters of the remainder of their Hulkamania t-shirts. And it's torn in half? Yes. Oh, okay. They're sitting on one on top of the other on top of a metal folding chair in the center <laughs> of a ring. The ring is in a giant empty arena, just like our psyche. <laughs> Now, if I wanted to buy this artwork, could I send you a self-addressed uh, stamped envelope along inside with a check uh, addressed to you for the amount of money for this art, and then you'd send me that? I have to express it would be difficult to send it to you if you're sending your self-addressed envelope inside of an envelope. It would have to be a self-addressed box inside of the message you initially sent to me. Okay, I could do that. I could also include another self-addressed envelope so you could send a shirt in it. Well, I could also just, if you sent me a poster tube, I could send the poster tube back to you. Okay, well, I could do that too. I could also send you one of my t-shirts, but I, they don't have anything on them. I just wear them. Oh, <laughs> no, that's all right. You could hold on to your t-shirt. Are you sure you said you wanted a t-shirt? I was referring to the King of Swing shirt that you made for yourself. Oh, I just decided that the R could be replaced with the S and W. I don't have those. Those are at www.eshop.com. <laughs> didn't you also have to remove the? Because it used to be King of the Ring, but it's not King of the Swing. It's just King of Swing. I preferred the King of the Swing, but the <laughs> WWE corporate machine decided to remove it. What other... Okay, I, I'm so fascinated by your erotic artwork. Do you have any of your nephew, Cesaro, or is that just too weird, him being family and everything? I would like to include him into my work, but I find it to be strange because he, I am, in fact, related to him. Oh, well, that makes sense. In that case, I just draw pictures of other wrestlers kissing him. <laughs> Who, who's one that you've done recently? I recently drew a picture of Big Show trying to eat Cesaro's face, but very passionately. Do you do any work of his former... Do I what? Do you do any do work? Do I... Do you do... Do do? No. All right. Do you... Ah, 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 <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Are you being electrocuted? Or I was you... laughing. Okay. 
do you do you oh no <laughs> no go ask me do you i can hear it in your voice your american uh conscience is blocking what the true thing you wish to express to me and that is what art is which is a pure expression of yourself <laughs> do you do you any crayon do i what do you have any crayon work of Cesaro's former tag team partner, Jack Swagger? Ah, uh, the real American Jack Swagger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a small illustration that I did on a cocktail napkin in Dusseldorf of him making love to his own arm. <laughs> okay, making love to his own arm. All right. It sounds like you are receiving a phone call. Are you receiving a phone call? I'm receiving a text from your nephew, actually, saying, please don't talk to my uncle on your podcast. Ah. <laughs> Do you guys talk very often? Ah, uh, Tiny Peter Cesaro. <laughs> Peter Cesaro? It's just a name I have for him. It's oh. Tiny Peter Cesaro. <laughs> oh, I see. Um. When he was born, <laughs> we all remarked that his penis for an infant was of average size, but compared to our own, it was very small. I see. Well, look, we got to get going, but I had a, a favor to ask. You can say yes or no. It's up to you. Um, I could give you our Twitter login info, and if you'd want to tweet any of these drawings that you do or any sketches that you have that you're working on and tweet them out from our account, I thought the listeners may enjoy that. I will consider it. Okay. Do you have your own Twitter account? H.R. Cesaro? I'm not on Twitter yet. <laughs> so you just said your name and then made it clear that you're not on Twitter. That is correct. Well, H.R. Cesaro, uh, thank you very much for talking to us. Find me on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how. I think we lost him. I think he hung up. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's dead. Oh. You were really excited during that phone call. Uh, you know what? I'm a big fan of art. I love art. Mm-hmm. I'm a really big fan of art. And artists and art. And it's, You know, honestly, Scott, I think it's important for us to talk to more artists on the show because we're artists. San Diego, I went there on Monday. I went to the Chuck Jones Gallery. Who the Looney Tunes guy? Who the Looney Tunes guy? <laughs> Who the Looney Tunes guy? Yes. Nice. The very very cool. same. Very cool. Yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. Some real wallet burners. Did they have a bunch of really fucking cool stuff? Merchandise? Mm-hmm. They had uh, they they had a lot of cool. Uh, they had cells. They had uh, artwork of like original posters of like the bullfight between Bugs Bunny and the and the bull. Yeah, and just laying it out like it's like it's an actual advertised bull match. Um, oh, that's rad! A really cool retro Bugs Bunny sort of Superman cartoon, mm-hmm. um, a, a comic book cover that was really cool. There's a lot of cool shit in there. Have they, you watched any of these new Looney Tunes, the new Bugs Bunny stuff? Has it started yet? I don't. I've heard really good things about it. We know someone that's writing. We for know it. like three people that are working. Three? On, yeah. I don't know. I guess so. You know more people than I do, yeah, Mr. Naming Hollywood. Yeah, i a bunch of improvising actors, uh, people in, in in Los Angeles that a bunch of people will know. Who write for cartoons. Who write for cartoons. That's exciting. And we watch wrestling cartoons, which are big life people cartoons. That's right. Um, Boy, there's something else I wanted to bring up that I want to talk about. I Oh, I watch Legends House like crazy. Yeah, how was it? I like it a lot. How many episodes in are they? five all right i think five all right um i'm obsessed yeah 
I'm obsessed. Do you know who's on the show? It's uh, eight people total. It's Roddy Piper. Yes. Uh, the guy who's Canadian but always pretend to be American. The guy who's Canadian but always pretends to be American. Who is that? The guy with the two by four. Oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Okay. <laughs> um, the guy with the big hand. The big hand. Just w- oh, Jesus Christ! Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, am I just describing people based on their deformities? Well, being from Canada isn't a deformity. That's isn't a blessing. It? That's a blessing. <laughs> it Come is. on, that's a blessing. Um. Who uh, who are the other dudes? Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson. Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim. The Fink Howard Finkel. Ah, the Fink. Mm-hmm. Finkel. Jimmy Hart. And Tony Atlas. Whoa! Sounds like that house is pretty legendary. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. sure is. Uh, I don't watch Total Divas, which I know you do, but don't. I don't. But you do. I loved one episode, and I really wish I could dedicate more time to watching that show, but. Well, I'm going to give you my network login. Oh, it's it on the old uh, uh, network? Probably. I don't know. I don't watch Total Divas. I'm going to watch the shit out of that show. Well, I'm not me. I like old dudes. That's <laughs> Scott loves the old dudes. Oh, young, virile women. Gross. Ugh. Virile. <laughs> yeah, aren't they? It's rarely said in terms of women, I think. Why? What's it mean? Well, v- virility? Yeah. Typically, I assume it's a man with good pulpy seed. But, uh, <laughs> well, can a woman have some good pulpy seed? I, I, fertile, I believe, is the term that's used. I, I use pulpy seed. Well, for when men, I like to meet a woman, I like to go, hey, I how believe pulpy the terms is are seed? For men is virility, and for women is fertility. Uh, Fertile ground for virile plowing. I look for good pulpy seed. <laughs> you are just... You've made so many so many jizz jokes in the last 40 seconds. <laughs> I'm going for a record. All right. So, old guys. Yeah. Who've spread a lot of virile seed. Yeah, and their seed is is no it's no pulp, no pulp seed loaded with calcium. Oh, gross. Mhm. This is this is really leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Well, just wait cuz we got Tony Atlas on the show. What? From Legends House? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's here. Oh, great. Bring him in. Let's He's talk in to lobby. him. Well, th- I'm going to use the intercom. Okay. I thought it was broken. I'm going to use it. I'm just going to throw it into the other room as a sign of, like, coming and walk in the room. All right. Why did the room that I come in here? This is the room that I... Well, hello there. Uh, hi. I'm Tony Atlas. Hi, I'm... It's nice to meet you. I'm Steve That's Sears. a nice mustache you got on your face. Oh, thank you, Mr. Atlas. That's very nice. Uh, to Look me- like kind of a creeper man. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. If you were around my daughter, i rip your head off. Uh, well, good thing I she's not here, right? Good thing she's not here because i rip your head off. All right. Uh, you know what, Mr. Atlas? Pardon me, I farted. Uh, <laughs> to be completely honest, I farted when you walked in. Well, it looks like it's going to be a couple of farts. Well, we don't. <laughs> it's going to be two farts. I'm going to try not to fart for the rest of the interview. I'm going to fart the entire time. What? Sometimes you got to let the fart come out. I suppose so. Uh, by the way, we're sitting at a glass table. How, how quick do you think this thing? is going to fog up. Well, it's fogging up on my end already. Oh, goodness. All right. Look at all the fog from all the fog. Uh, so, if you could give me a little bit of your wrestling history, I'm ashamed to say I know very little about your career, Mr. Atlas. Well, that's all right. I'm an old-time wrestler. I haven't been wrestling for a long time now, but now I live in the house with all the guys who used to wrestle before. And they're all there. We all have food, and we all eat, we all sleep, and we poop at different times. 
Not everything happened at the same time now, because sometimes you got to stagger stuff. Everybody can't be pooping at the same time. I was about to you say. You got to use different poop machines at different times. What's your poop machine situation? How many poop machines do you have? It's, it's white, and it's got a handle on it. Oh, so no. when you're done with your poop, oh, you I, pull the handle, and the, the, all the poop I'm goes sorry, away. I'm sorry, Mr. Atlas, Mr. Atlas. I know what a poop machine is. I was just wondering how many I poop machines. I wasn't sure if you weren't familiar what a poop machine was, and sometimes you got to get the poop machine Honestly, up to speed. Honestly, I'm very impressed that you're staggering your poop machine times. I just want to know when you're, how many you have and what you, uh, how many you have to work with and what you're doing your schedule-wise. Well, there's eight poop machines in the house. Eight poop machines? Eight poop machine. God, that's it. How many, peop- how many legends are in the house? There are eight. So you each got a poop machine. We each got a poop machine, but sometimes you got to switch poop machine because you fill it up and then the handle gets stuck and then you got to go to the other poop machine and say, I don't know, I think Jim Hart done broke the poop machine. Ah, uh, okay. So you've got a couple of duds in the poop machine. Oh, all my duds. I don't got no duds. No, no, no. I, I drop poops. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny to you? I just, just, I'm sorry, Mr. Atlas. It was just that, it was just that pause where after you said no duds. No, you drop a dud in the toilet. That's a woman dropping a dead baby. Oh. Yeah, I can't drop a dud in the toilet. Oh my God. I had, I, excuse me. I had no idea that that was that term. I I thought if my daughter was around, I would have ripped your head off. You know what? I, yeah. Good thing she isn't. I'm so- incredibly sorry, sir. That was very somber. Yeah, um, that's what a dud is. When I grew up, and then the poops and the duds. Ladies drop duds, and men drop the poops. Well, As we all know the women don't poops. Well, they're not dropping a child every time they have to. Of use course the they po- are. They're dropping a child that's not yet foam. Not every time they're. Sometimes they just need to use the poop machine for pooping. Sometimes the lady eat too much food, and then she have a baby. A, a little food baby? Yeah, that's right. They have a food baby. I think I'm catching on. Okay, I think that's I understand. That's why I have a different uh, poop machine for my wife. She don't use my poop machine. You know, I understand that's the secret to a healthy marriage is two poop machines. That's right. That, that, that There you go right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out. You know the secret to the marriage. Yeah, it's two poop machines. Two poop machines every time. And not, not right next to each other. Separate and poop machines. Never have Jim Hart in your house because he will annoy the hell out of you. Yeah, does he talk as much as his character? Oh, he talk all the time. He be talking and talking and... And then, hey, Jim Hart, shut up, or I'll poop you out. And then he did keep talking and talking. And now, to poop out Jimmy Hart, you would have to eat him, or would you? I would insert him into my rectum. Okay. And then I would slowly have thoughts so that my my anus could grow a little bit. It would grow a little bit, and then it, I, I poop out Jimmy Hart. So you would poop out Jimmy Hart. Uh, would that be the hard way or just the creative way? How would you? I, I poop him out the hard way. That means he bleeds on the way out. Gotcha. Now, hopefully that isn't you, sir. That's Jimmy Hart bleeding. No, no. My rectum can handle anything the size of a Jimmy Hart. Anything bigger than that, like a like a Batista or a Triple H, no way. I, I bleed the hard way. Now, so uh, if I could ask, if it isn't too personal, if you can handle something the size of a Jimmy Hart, is that based on sort of being in that old school sort of wrestling situation? Which back in the day, the hazing there was a lot rougher or harder or more penetrating at that point. Back or, in the day, yeah, they when you were new and you come into the wrestling, they would be, boy, they'd put things inside of you in order to learn you how to do stuff. Like they, everybody think, oh, you got to take the bumps and learn how to do the move. It's all about shoving things up in your rectum. Wow, I, you know, that's, you, you wreck them and you made them. That's uh, what they used to say. 
is you wreck them, you made them. When you, what that means is you shove something into somebody, wrecked them, and then you made a man. You made a superstar. Okay, all right. You wreck them, you made them. To be completely honest, I had a secret fear that's what wrestling training always was. That's why I was always afraid to do it. That's what it is. But now everybody know what that all is. So now everybody don't want things shoved up the butt. I, I got you. I absolutely got you. So, um, I'm, I'm just, sorry. I'm farting. Again. I'm just farting this oh, entire okay. It's still coming out. I'm sorry. Every time we have I'm those still log- farting. Oh, did a big one. Just keep on farting. I just did one too. It's hardly noticeable amongst this continuous fire that just I keeps know, coming mine, out of me. Mine's like a subtle spice amongst a giant stew that you're cooking. Oh, that fire finally stopped. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Atlas. Where's your chair? Oh, I I put it in my butt. It, I don't have any nice chairs at the legend. I, I'm gonna take this home with me and sit on it. Uh, you know what, uh, Mr. Atlas? Please take that chair with you. It's a gift from it the comic. It's gonna happen arm. regardless whether or not you said I could be do so. Oh well, I'd rather that you take it as a gift and instead of feeling like you just had to take it. Any women here? God no, no, oh, absolutely not. There ain't no woman at the house either. No. God, I love the women. I I don't doubt it. Wow. Next time I show up here, you get the women in here. Well, I'll treat make them. Make sure they have two feet. I'll treat them like furniture, and I'll just make sure there's some here. Oh, I see. You're going to shove them in your butt. I won't want no part of them then. I'll have to have a conversation with them first. That's how I roll. You talk to the women's? I, yeah, traditionally, I, I try to. I just grab the feet and lick them. You just lick women's feet? I love the feet. Love the feet. The feet are neat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time we have these pauses, I'm not sure. I'm farting. You, are you farting? Okay. I'm farting every time there's a pause. All right. Just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. All right. Well, I'm going to go now. Is there ain't no women here. Okay. Well, Mr. Atlas, thank you for joining us, and I appreciate Watch you. Watch the Legends House. Thank you for educating me on the Legends House. You're I welcome. Appreciate it. I li- I'm glad I know how the system works and that you guys get to live together peacefully. I'm glad that you you having this show here and have people on like me to talk about the wrestling. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Atlas. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye. I'm fighting still. Oh, my God. Scott's shoes are sticking out of his ass. Oh, Scott. You're just in your socks. Are you okay? For a second, I thought that Tony Atlas had absorbed you. No, no, no. I'm okay. It's I put my shoes in my own butt because uh, I was wanting to learn how to wrestle. Why would they be in Tony Atlas's butt? They were in his butt? <laughs> That's what I thought I said. Whose shoes are these? Oh, Scott, those are my shoes. Oh, man, I'm a champion. Yeah, those are wingtips, buddy. <laughs> uh, feels pretty good. Yeah, Tony Atlas has a foot fetish. I did not know that. But he does. He, did he admit it on the show? It was known before that, but yes, it's been drawn out in the show. Really? Mm-hmm. God, I don't... I guess I'm not a foot guy. And if you didn't know Pat Patterson was gay, man, the gay jokes in that show are hilarious. Is he gay? Oh, yeah. I uh, already knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, he'll he talk about it, too. Like, he'll make jokes, too. And it, they don't make mention of him being gay. But, man, when he does, like, because they have this one girl, Ashley, who's the host of the show. Like, mm-hmm. she shows up every episode two, three times. And there's a couple of guys that get so excited to see her, and Pat just never has any interest at all in her. I just, I, you know, what would be great is hearing Pat Patterson tell stories about seducing young wrestlers. That would be, <laughs> that would be hilarious. It to would hear. be amazing. But we don't have time for that, Steve. Uh, no, but Pat Patterson does. Hey yo! Hey! Uh, he 
he's got to book rumbles, man. So that wraps up Curtain Jerks for this week. Uh, boy, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff. Maybe if we have time today, we'll do a predictions video for payback. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, or not. So subscribe to our well, YouTube channel. Well, now I've got to fucking shave. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> no, you, why would you have to shave? Because I look like a mess. No, you look swell. I'm covered in a sheen of Tony Atlas farts. It's stuck in my hairs. <laughs> That's fine. They can't smell it on the YouTube. I can. It affects my performance. YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Check us out there. We're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. What can they do on there, Steve? You can What's comment. Deal? You can comment at the exact moment you hear something that you think is funny or not funny. Follow us on SoundCloud. Do it. Mm-hmm. The numbers are speaking for themselves. And, uh, but speak for them. Yeah, but speak mm-hmm. for those numbers. And share the podcast. Let's let's stop Goldberg in his tracks. Let's stop him at episode six where he should just end because there's nothing else to talk about Goldberg. Go do Santa Slay 2. Other than that, like, stop You know what? It. You Everybody has got a friend who's just, like, obsessed with wrestling but just isn't having a good time anymore. Hey, let us make fun of them to their face. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. them about the podcast. Yeah. Let them tell us stories about them and the embarrassing things that they do that you actually do but you throw their name on. Yeah. It. Let their acid and vitriol of hating the thing that we all share and love uh, become a part of the show. Exactly. Share the show with them. Oh, man. So enjoy all that. And, uh, boy, we got payback coming up. Can't wait to hear what your guys' thoughts. Tweet about it. Facebook us about it. And for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.